Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two dot US. We are supported financially by HaribouBooks.com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there, donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's a good uh, morning in Arizona. It's 73 degrees and and rainy. It's amazing for a nice uh, late summer day. We're so happy that the Lord has sent rain. We're, we've been in a drought for, I don't know how many years we've been under, under our uh, capacity of water. So we're so grateful that the Lord has sent rain. Now I can go through a whole message, maybe I'll do that next week about how the Lord brought drought and how the Lord brought rain. Um, today, we're going to have a special uh, prayer of asking everybody to pray for Mrs. Pavlik. We've dedicated church services to her. I was, uh, she's 98 years old. We consider her the oldest member of our broad family, our broad uh, biological family. Uh, She's like my mother's sister and we're just praying for her. My mother said that they uh, put her in in in-home hospice. So we just ask the Lord to take control. The sermon title for today is called The Lord is Near, and we're, we're just asking and understanding that the Lord is near. The Lord is next to her at hospice, and, and everything is in his hands. Second person, I'd like to lift up in prayer a very close uh, advisor of mine. I'm going to call him an advisor. His name is Pastor Eddie Smith. And Pastor Eddie Smith was my, I shouldn't say was, because I still might write books, but so he's my book writing mentor. He's a best-selling uh, Christian book author, and I met him at a conference, and he just came up to me and, and really took me under his wing and has been guiding me. We have great theological debates related to politics, and it's just, it's just a great experience. Well, his son, Brian, uh, is in the hospital, has both liver and kidney trouble he has uh and so we're just asking for prayers for him i received an email this morning that uh pastor eddie's son brian is doing much better and we we prayers are going around and the lord is near and i'm going to get to that but i want to just get us to, to, to understand that the lord is near prayers were, were specific around the world and we this prayers were specific that his liver and his kidney get better and his liver and his kidneys are getting better. We've been praying for wisdom for the doctors and the doctors could not find the infection that was in, that was causing him the trouble. I uh, received a message from Pastor Eddie this morning that the, the, uh, that the doctors have identified the infection and now can give the proper antibodies. I'm hoping that as people hear the message today, the Lord is near. We understand it from a specific purpose. We understand it from, as it happens, that prayer uh, happens and prayer goes well. And so I'm just asking as we set our prayers up that we also add to it. We add to our prayers as we start. We say, the Lord is near. 
And we say that with confidence. And as we understand that the Lord is near, we add it to what the purpose and the circumstance is. That's my introduction to get us ready for some prayer. And for those, if this is the first time that you're tuning into the Express Church Experience, we just record a message, 30 minutes of encouragement once a week so that you can listen to it in your car. You can listen to it in your house. You can listen to it wherever you are to just give a 30 minute word of encouragement. We also uh, are. I, we did this. We've been doing it since the 2020 pandemic. For those who are unable to we're unable to get out of their house, we still do it for those who cannot feel comfortable getting out of their home, that they can still get their church experience. So that's why we've created the Express Church Experience coming out of Blue Exit Audio. Again, please keep Blue Exit Audio in your prayers. Jeff opening his studio, taking time away from his family so that we could all come together in prayer, come together in praise and just lift up God's holy word. <clears throat> As people, you can uh, subscribe to this uh, Express Church, that's with an X, Express Church with Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, wherever you receive and listen to podcasts, you can, that way you can listen to it. You can also subscribe to this YouTube channel. You subscribe to this channel, then you can get notices when we go live and be able to tune, on as, tune in as well. So uh, the message for today coming out of the Revised Common Lectionary is Psalm. And, I, and I, as we were praying for Pastor Eddie's son and, we were, and, and other people and praying and thanking God for the rain, I decided that I wanted to focus in on Psalm 143. Psalm 143, 13 and 15 says, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures for all generation. Now that's the first sentence and I'm hoping that you really grab hold of that. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. The kingdom of heaven was before uh, life and will be there after life ends. When the, uh, even when the heavens and the earth may pass away, God's kingdom, whatever he does, whoever he, whatever we, uh, whatever he decides to do, will be an everlasting kingdom. His, do, his dominion endures for all generations. And I'm hoping that we understand that as we uh, lifting up 98-year-old Mrs. Pavlik, as we lift up uh, young man Brian Smith, we go from older to uh, younger generation. And as newborn children are born each day, we understand that God's dominion endures for all generations from from Adam and Eve, the beginning of time to today. We just thank God that his dominion is over each of us. Then I'm going to go through the Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lift up all those the eyes of the of the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. So I read this verse and, and when you read a verse, we're always taught in, in seminary school that you're supposed to go back, you can focus in on one verse, but you can go back and see the, the full depth of where it comes from and, and what was surrounding it. And so I read all of Psalms 145. And as I was reading Psalms 145, it came to a part 
where I started seeing the Lord is, the Lord is, the Lord is, the Lord is. In 21 verses, King David used five separate descriptions of the Lord saying the Lord is. And so I'm going to walk through them, but I'm, I'm going to invite you to look at Psalm 141, Psalm 145, so that you can, by yourself, look at each one of these descriptions, decide which one that you want to focus in on. Maybe focus in on one each day so you can, so you can thank God for that for the next five days. Maybe you can look at them once a week and for the next month or so, focus in on one of the Lord is to remind you who the Lord is. So, uh, Psalm 145, eight says the Lord is gracious and compassion, compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. Psalm 145, nine says the Lord is good to all. He is. He has compassion on all he made. Psalm 145, 13 says the Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving uh, all he, he has. That's Psalm uh, 145.17. And in Psalm 145.18, the, the one I'm going to focus in, the title of this, the message today, the Lord is near to all who call him. The Lord is near to all who call him, to all who call him in truth. And I, I was looking at that one and it just came out to me. The Lord is near to all who call him, to all who call him in truth. Now, the, uh, David was focusing in and saying, uh, if you, you need to understand that when you call on the name of the, of the Lord, when you call on God, you're not calling somebody way away. It's not like I'm calling my mother from Arizona back to Minnesota or calling uh, my friends who are uh, and family on the East Coast, people that I know and, and met who are in different countries. I'm, it's not like I'm calling them and hoping that they can to do something for me. I'm, there's the, the King Davis is saying that the Lord is near. When you call him, he's right there. And I think we need to understand that, that the Lord is near. And I think that as I was looking at it, I was like the entirety of God's word falls within these words. The Lord is near. And another way of saying it is God is omnipresent. God is completely present. There's no way you can hide from God. There's no way that God's holy word says there's no way that you can be separated from the love of God, not principalities, not sickness, not death. Nothing can separate you from the love of God because God is near. There's no place you can hide. I'm looking at at uh, Genesis three, eight, and nine. We go we go back to that a lot where Adam and Eve, they tried to hide in the garden. But God said, where are you? God knows and is looking for you. God is near and he's trying to understand why you can't find him when he's right there. Why you try to hide from him and you can't. In Exodus, the Lord heard the cries of the people who were in slavery. The Lord is near. He heard them from his, his uh, from the heavens, but he, he was right there with them and feeling them. Remember what the Psalm says that the Lord is 
compassionate and loving towards all he made. And then he told Moses, when you go to Pharaoh and you go to the people and, and people want to know who I am, just say I am. So we all say that the Lord is the great I am. The Lord, you can't even define him because in define his greatness. There's no limit that we can use to get people to understand the depth of who God is. Uh, the prophets tried to hide their actions from God and God speaking through the prophet Jeremiah said, can any, and I want everybody to focus in this Jeremiah 23, 24, Jeremiah 23, 24, Lord is speaking through the prophet Jeremiah thousands of years ago is also speaking to us today when the Lord said, can anyone hide in secret places so I cannot see them? The answer to that, obviously, we heard from looking at Genesis chapter three, Adam and Eve tried to do it. No. Can anyone hide in secret places so I cannot see them? Uh, Jonah tried to run away from the Lord when the Lord asked him to do something. He couldn't do, he couldn't do it. The, 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 at, in Jeremiah's time, the prophets and the religious leaders, they were trying to do evil. They thought that they were hiding from the Lord and the Lord speaking through the prophet Jeremiah. It was almost like the, uh, there's new systems that we have, the security system where they say somebody's, you know, somebody's trying to break in your house and all of a sudden you can speak through it. And they think that they're coming to trying to break into your house in darkness where nobody can see. And all of a sudden they have a light flashing on them and a voice coming and saying, what are you doing? That is the same thing that we need to have focused in on us. The Lord sees everything that we do. Nothing even in darkness can be hidden from the Lord. Going back to Jeremiah 23, 24, the Lord says, do I not fill heaven and earth? That's what our focus should be. The Lord has filled heaven and earth. Nothing can keep us from hiding both our actions good and our actions bad from the Lord. John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin and forerunner to Jesus, told the people to repent because the day of the Lord is upon us. The Lord is near. So if you're not focusing in and if you're not walking the path of righteousness, if you're not walking the path of the love of God, if uh, dissension and uh, immorality and idolatry are focusing in on your life and causing you to be off the path, listen to what John the Baptist is trying to tell you. John the Baptist is trying to say, you got to change your ways, come back away, turn around, go on the path of righteousness because the Lord is near. The day of the Lord is upon us. The Samaritan woman, I'm going to start keep walking through the Bible so we can kind of get a background of how it feels that to understand that the Lord is near. And in the Gospels, they talk about the Samaritan woman. She was uh, at the well and Jesus was uh, talking to her and she was and Jesus was talking about her. He, Jesus was talking about her uh, family and she couldn't understand how Jesus knew all about everything that she did. And she went away and told everybody, this guy knew all about everything that I did. Why was Jesus able to do that? Because the Lord is near and there's no hiding place that we can have from him. We go, we go into even Jesus's best friend, one of his disciples, 
I'm talking about one of the people that were following him, the 12. That's why I call him his best friends. It was one of his 12, the one person that he entrusted to the ministry finances. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Judas. Judas was trying to do his his evil in darkness, sneak and secretly get going away, trying to meet with the religious leaders, trying to figure out what it is that he can get in order to betray Jesus. And at the Last Supper, if we go to the Last Supper scene, we see that Ju Judas is sitting next to Jesus and Jesus is, is already letting everybody know it, calling them out, but not calling them out by name, saying that somebody at this table is going to betray me and everybody's going around. No, it's not going to be. It's not going to be me. And then Jesus looks at Judas and he says, what you're about to do, go quickly. Jesus already knew. And I want us to focus in on that that sentence right now as we as we meditate on Psalm 145 saying the Lord is near. The Lord was, is near and understood and, and was telling Judas, if you want to go do your evil, go quickly, because I already know what you did, what you're about, what you did, what you're about to do and the consequences of what you did are going to do and and how I'm going to put that to my glory. So as we're thinking about it, it doesn't matter that what what we think about or want to do, because God's glory and, and remember God's uh, his in his kingdom endures for all generations. So no matter what we do, now I'm going to break it down. No matter what we do, God's kingdom will endure. And so if we try to do things that are opposite or in conflict with God's kingdom, it is not going to to work. The only thing that's going to work and the only thing that's going to endure are those things that are that are designed to lift up the name of Jesus. I'm going to swing back around one quick time so that if people tie in what I, how I started this with things heavy on my mind with Mrs. Pavlik, who I've known, obviously, all my whole life. Lady that showed and shared the love of Jesus uh, almost every day that you met that, that almost every day of 98 years and share the love of God with with each one that came in contact with her. 98 years, her legacy is going to endure. Why? Because her legacy and her life was de was dedicated and devoted to sharing the love of God. Pastor Eddie, Pastor Eddie, lifting up God in prayer. He, he wrote a book called uh, oh, Pastor Eddie, I'm going to I'm going to mess up Pastor Eddie's book. I should have looked at it before I left uh, my office this morning. How to be heard in heaven. Ooh, I, I got it, Pastor Eddie. He wrote a book and, and he, he and his wife have a uh, almost I'm going to call it a college, a prayer college. And it's very interesting because you wonder, how do you why do you need a prayer college? You need a prayer college to, for those who have studied prayer and have shown and how it works can show you how to have your prayers to be more be heard in heaven. So his book was talking about your prayers of being specific and intentional. And that's why Pastor Eddie said in his prayer being specific and, and intentional, we get the name Brian Smith. What do we have to do for Brian Smith? Lord, the Lord is near. The Lord already knows what, what's going on with, with Brother Smith. The Lord already knows what's going on with his parents, uh, Allison Eddie Smith. But the Lord, the Lord is near, but the Lord still wants to hear us from his throne. That's what's so wonderful about the relationship that we have with God. So we lift up our prayers to, and we, we lift them up specifically. 
We, don't, we didn't lift him up and say, Lord, can he hear the doctors better? That's not a problem with his hearing. We, don't, we didn't say, Lord, let his, the food be better at the hospital. No, that's not what he needs. Exactly what he needs is, Lord, pray that he, there's healing to his liver. Pray that there's healing to his kidneys. Pray that the infection that attacked it is put away. Prayer, pray the wisdom to the doctors so that they're able to identify it and, and be able to treat what is attacking his body. Pray and on top of that and, and equally as important, if not possibly more important, Lord, pray that your kingdom endures and your kingdom is shown and that people who come in contact with them say, I don't understand. I love it when people say, I don't understand how this happened. And I'm hoping that this is an opportunity for each one of us to be able to say, I don't know how this happened, to be able to communicate that it is because the Lord is near. And because the Lord is near, he heard our, our prayers. Because the Lord is near, we, he was, it was guiding our actions and it was guiding our faith. Because the Lord is near, he, great, he gave us hope because we know that he's, that he's hearing us. Because the Lord is near, he gave us joy even in times of sorrow, even in times of, of troubles. We still lift up the Lord. The difficulty that we have, some people in, in, in calling on the name of Jesus, calling on the name of God, lifting your prayers up. I think there's two, two uh, important points to this. The psalmist didn't just say the Lord is near, the Lord's kingdom endures forever. But he said that the Lord uh, comes to those who pray to him and come to him in truth. And so sometimes I'm, I'm smiling because we always have that one quote that comes from that, that famous movie that says you can't handle the truth. Sometimes the truth is what causes us to stumble. I'm hoping that you understand what I'm about ready to say. Sometimes the truth is what causes us to stumble. Sometimes the truth is what keeps us and gets us to turn away from God. Sometimes the truth is what challenges our faith. Sometimes the truth is what hurts. Sometimes they say the truth hurts. What am I talking about? Somebody might want to ask. Now I'm going to take you to a situation that happened with the Apostle Paul and in the, with the Apostle Paul, he had he said that three times a thorn was in my flesh. Three times he said, I prayed to God. He was praying to God in truth. Lord, take this thorn from me. Take whatever's causing trouble from me. I'm putting my faith that that you will. Uh, I'm putting my faith in you. I'm putting my faith that if I pray to you, You'll, you'll take it away. And then, but then his prayer was to pray in truth. And God gave him the truth. I'm going to smile because in case you didn't never heard the story, I'm hoping that you can focus in on this. He prayed that for God to do something. And God spoke to him in truth. And here's the truth. The truth was God told Paul, my grace is sufficient. My grace 
is sufficient. And then the apostle Paul, it caused him to have to change his focus on his prayer. I can understand that I want these things to go away, but your grace is sufficient. We're hoping that Mrs. Pavlik will get healed, but her God's grace is sufficient. We don't understand why God is doing what he's doing, but we know his kingdom is going to endure forever. We don't know why God is doing what he's doing with Brian Smith, but we know God's kingdom will endure forever. And we understand that no matter what happens, God's grace is sufficient and that his his truth will last. Now, let's talk about the truth. Again, some of you, some, some you, you can't handle the truth. Well, we can handle the truth. And not only can we handle the truth, Jesus himself said he is the truth. He said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. So he's the truth. And so, so we have to pray to, to the Father. We have to pray and lift our prayers up through Christ Jesus. So if you're not having, you're not understanding and you're, you're praying, but you're saying the prayers aren't coming through, and I don't, I'm not getting what I want. That's the first problem that we have when we pray. I'm not getting what I want. And so then you have voices coming of, I call them voices of dissension coming at you saying, oh, if you, if you would have just uh, listened to, to somebody else or took things in your own hands, it would have gone your way. That's what, what, what happened to Adam and Eve. God spoke to them in, to, in truth and they didn't want to believe the truth. So, because sometimes the truth is no. Sometimes the truth is no. And we don't understand why the truth is no. But God, what we do know is God has a, God's plan. It's, and we say it's like play, playing, trying to play uh, chess with checkers. You can't. Our, our mindset is focused in on the checkers game where God's mindset is focused in on a chess game where you have to understand if you've ever played chess or in the chess masters, they have identified multiple plays in advance. Usually for the average person, you have to have at least eight plays in your mind in a scenario for what will happen if each scenario goes a different way. That's how it's situated. That's the, the if we can just give, we can't really give a good example of, our, our omnipresent God, our God who's before time and after time, the Alpha and the Omega. But if you kind of try to get a feel of it from an earthly standpoint, the thing that we can say is it's like his, his mind is like chess and our mind is like checkers. So the Lord understands he has a plan that goes on and on for his, for his kingdom to endure forever. And it may be that it causes us to not receive what we want. So even though we don't receive what we want, we say, Lord, I know that you're gonna bless me in whatever way you're gonna bless me and you're gonna allow my, the kingdom, you may, be, may have to force me to go into a, a way I don't wanna go. The apostle Paul had to go in a way he didn't wanna go. Get this, this thorn of my flesh away from me and the Lord says, my grace is sufficient and now thousands of years later, he's given encouragement to us. I don't know if the same thing's going to happen to you thousands of years from now. The God, what God said and God did for you and the truth that he did. I don't know if, if that's going to be heard and what that legacy is. The Lord is near to all who call him, to all who call him 
in truth. And that's what we need to take with us today, that we have a God. And, 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 and then Jesus, when he was here, said, you pray to my to pray to the heaven, God in heaven, pray in my name. And if you pray in my name, everything that you ask for will come true. That's a promise that Jesus gave. That's a promise that I'm going to hold true to pray to, to our, my father in heaven in my name and everything that you ask for in prayer will come true. And and but the focus in on that sentence was in my name, in the name of truth and the name of truth is the Lord's kingdom. Is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion endures forever. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lift up those who are bowed down. The eyes of the Lord look to you and give you your food at the proper time. And, I, and, and it's so easy to read part of, uh, uh, I'm smiling because it's easy to read part of a psalm and miss different words out of it. So as we're, we're coming towards our last minutes together, we understand the eyes of the Lord, the eyes of the Lord are looking to you and God gives them their food at the proper time. So what is that proper time? That nourishment, that food, that glorious table, that might be what you don't get that. You don't receive that until it is the time that you receive it in heaven. I'm going to take you again. We, we were at the uh, the last supper when Jesus was telling Judas to go quickly. We're also at the last supper when Jesus uh, lifted up the cup and he said, I'm, I'm not going to drink this cup again until you come to me in glory. So the Lord is going to refresh us. But that refreshment may not be anything that we receive on earth. But I'm so happy that I know that someday I'm going to have the opportunity to share the cup, to share a meal, to share a table with Jesus and, and those who came before me. I'm oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it there before Mrs. Pavlik. Or I'm going to make it there after Mrs. Pavel, but I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be I'm going to when I walk through that gate and I see my father and my grandfather, and my grand and my grandmothers and my aunts and uncle, my brother and, and I'm a, and friends. I'm just going to be so excited that the Lord gives them their food at the proper time. I don't know as I pray to God in heaven. There's one thing that I do know. And one thing that I don't know, the one thing that I do know is the Lord is near. The Lord is near. I know I don't have to go down the street. You don't even have to go in. Uh, and I'm not going to talk negative about church because the church is important to come together with a community. But our community for Pastor Eddie has spread all around the entire world. People that he's he's preached all around the world and send out a message all around the world. And we we are just like we are holding hands with the Lord's hands touching us. I'm hoping you get the visual as we are praying for him. And I'm hoping that as you lift your prayers up and you tell people pray for pray for this or pray for that, that you're understanding that the Lord is touching you 
and the Lord is touching each person who's praying for you. We have got to have a prayer life that is just like that. I'm praying for, and I'm going to continue on. I'm praying for our son, Tim, who's in law enforcement and he, he was in town. We were so happy and we we're celebrating with the family here and celebrating his birthday and celebrating uh, a number of other birthdays in our family as well this week. We, we have four July birthdays just in Arizona, the Arizona family, not to mention the, uh, the, the, it must be probably about four in the, in the uh, Minnesota family as well. So we're just lifting up and, and being thankful that, lo that the God has given us another year. And my son, Tim, is, as we're going to close and ask for prayers of protection over him. Why? Because the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. While he's at my house, he gets a text or a voicemail from his his uh, from his command in the state where he he's in law enforcement. And in that state, they, he he uh, finds out that one of his uh, fellow officers was killed in the line of duty. And so we lift our hands of protection over that family. I don't, we don't know the name yet. Uh, we lift our hands of in our prayers of peace and comfort over that family. And we understand that the Lord is near to all who call on him and call on him in truth. And that we, that the eyes on the Lord are still on us and that he will nourish us in his proper time. And I'm hoping that through this week that we have, as you can feel that there's been a, a lot of joy and there's been a lot of tension that went on during this week. And I'm hoping that during this period of time, we can come together, lift up the Lord in truth, pray to God through, it, through Jesus Christ with faith, knowing that no matter what happens, the Lord is going to nourish us in his proper time so that his kingdom will last forever so that his and his dominion will last through all the generations and that generations to come will hear our message, hear our faith, hear our prayers, hear our joy and say, this is the Lord that I want to put my faith in. This is the Lord I want to put my trust in. And this is the Lord who is the Lord of truth. And that's where I want my hope to lie. I thank you for coming today and we'll, we'll be here again next week for another 30 minutes of encouragement. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary Minister Gilbert, the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook, and feel free to send me an email to the message2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's HaribaBooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.